courage is doing things despite the fear. What you're really trying to do at a fundamental level is have impact. Because this blonde means business. Hey guys, Natasha Filipov here of This Blonde Means Business. Welcome to a completely new revamped This Blonde Means Business, a new season, new entrepreneurs with new ideas and new businesses. I am here today with the San Barjo, literally the guy of San Barjo's. Welcome, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me, Natasha. This is exciting. So San Barjo's, where the dogs are hot, the sand bars are fun, the sous chef doubles as the first mate, Oh, there she is. <laughs> it is Kate May's only floating food boat, Sandbar Joe's. I, I can't wait to tell all of the viewers about this yeah. new business that has just hit the Jersey Shore. Just this year. We launched June 10th, and it has been a wild ride. Uh, so much fun. Was that a pun? A wild ride? A wild ride. Okay. You're, uh, a, you're a good captain. Wakes though. included. Wakes yeah. included. We Love it. We cut it like a pizza. The boat just goes right on over. But you sell hot dogs. Yeah. Hot diggity so, dog. <laughs> Tell us your background. How did you get into this? Did you ever think yeah. that you would start a food boat business, let alone call yourself Sambar Joe? Crazy, right? So I'm 27. Uh, my background is actually in digital journalism. I have an undergrad in communication. I have always had like an entrepreneurial spirit. I just didn't know like how that would fold out. So for me, my day job, Monday through Friday is at QVC. I do all of like our live stream content and I work on our digital side of the business for like qvc.com love that i still do it but i wanted something more like personally just to like fulfill my soul my aspiration to say something was mine i was searching for like the right property the right business i thought i was going to acquisition something buy a coffee shop get into like a franchise for food or something i have a background as a bartender too all through college i served and attended bar with a bunch of my friends uh, so, you know, we vacation a lot. Uh, Florida was a hot spot and over COVID, a lot of like food boats were popping up. And I said, we need to take this concept and bring it to Cape May County. So yeah. next thing you know, I'm looking for like used pontoons. Bada bing, bada boom. Two months later, I have a boat. In two days, we outfitted a kitchen. And two days. within two weeks, I was licensed and permitted. Wow. And so did you have a background in boating prior to that? Or did you have to like learn the nautical you know, yeah. knots? And did you have to get your boater's license? What was that aspect of your entrepreneurship like? Because obviously that is so largely different yeah. than anyone who is just starting a restaurant. Yeah. So, I mean, to start a restaurant, you need to go through like the health department, you need to get a local mercantile license, but when you add boating, that's a whole nother concept sure, of yeah. businesses and permits you have to get. So I can um, imagine that that brought upon like a big wave of challenges. Yeah, a hundred percent, a tidal wave. Yeah, yeah. So um, you have to have a boater's license. You can get that online. You can do like boater safety registration classes and certifications. I grew up boating, so I've always been like a back bay kind of guy growing up. Um, it was kind of second nature. I'm like, how are we going to start a business, have fun, 
and make it cool. And so, fun it is because I was lucky enough to accompany you. Yes, you were. And Jillian, who is here also, the chief marketing officer of Sandbar Joe's, on the yes. boat. I did assemble some hot dogs. Yeah, you I did. think I made some customers pretty happy too. Oh, uh, we threw Natasha in. We ate some. I, yes. Some is this blonde meant business, let me tell you. <laughs> we did. <laughs> and so let's get into the product. What do you okay. sell? Because you don't just sell hot dogs. How did yeah. you develop that menu? Um, you know, question. how did kind of your bartending or restaurant history or background yeah. help, help, you know, in that sense? So the first month was trial and error. We sold cold brew coffee. We sold lemonade, iced tea. In addition, like to drinks, we had hot dogs, we had walking tacos, we had ribs, pulled pork. And what we found out is we needed to match our customer, right? What does the customer want? What are they out doing? So it's mostly a lunch operation. Uh, but drinks for the boating community just didn't sell. Mm -hmm. um, we offer soft drinks and waters just as like a convenience. But most people, if you think like I'm going out on the boat, I'm going to take a pontoon out. What do you always have? You always have a cooler. You may have snacks, but you don't necessarily have food, right? So we really like tried week over week different stuff. What stuck um, and what sold were hot dogs, a uh, bunch of different toppings. Walking tacos are fun, easy, uh, kids love them, mm -hmm. right? Well, and I wasn't actually aware of what a walking taco was prior yeah. to getting on this boat. Okay. And it's, it's good. And it's they, good. Go, they go. All People in one bag. Them. So we get a snack bag of Doritos. We crunch them up. We do a homemade chili. We add lettuce, salsa, sour cream, and cheese. And it's all in the snack bag, right? Crunch it up, give them a fork, good to go. Yeah, I mean, I think when we were out, we had jet skiers, we jet had skiers paddle came boarders. Up, paddle boarders came up to yeah. the boat. So you're not just servicing other boats, oh, right? No. You're servicing anybody people. on the water. Yeah, we'll and find so them. <laughs> talk about the logistics of docking up Sandbar Joe's. Is it Ooh. Sandbars that you're servicing? Is it? Yeah. To our point earlier. So is not only am I a captain, not only am I a chef, I am a weatherman. I am <laughs> a a dock master. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. I can attest. But let's get back to some. Something I'm more familiar with and that yeah. is marketing because that was my undergrad major okay. in college so obviously we have Jillian the chief marketing officer here in the corner um, as we're recording this podcast hey, episode hey, what's up, Sandbar Joe's family? <laughs> <laughs> it was also out on the boat um, but you know you're a new business so yeah. Jill why don't you pop in for this too and why don't we get into and talk a little bit about how did you market how did you advertise where exactly do you service in yeah. Cape May County um, and how did you really reach or get to know your kind of target base or customers? Sure. So marketing, the first thing we concentrated on was our digital presence, right? We wanted to have people easily be able to find us. So when we created the website for Sandbar Joe's, go check it out at Sandbar Joe's, www.sandbarjoes.com. <laughs> um, we ensured that SEO was there. Google search ranking was top notch. And then to help us get rankings, right? We created a Google business profile. We did a TripAdvisor, a Yelp. We did um, a few different social media handles, at Sandbar Joe's. You can find us basically on any platform. Um, but that was the first step of marketing. And then the second step is, I would say, just tried and true retention marketing tactics. So yeah. organic social, uh, word of mouth, doing different press opportunities. We had NewJersey.com interviewing us a few weeks ago. But I can attest to that, right? Because even as we were going out the day that we were out on the boat, 
you were, I think, updating the social media profile with the hours that you would be at certain points, you know, at certain yes. sandbars or locations or regions. So it does change every day. We like to keep our customers updated on what island we're going to be at, what sandbar, and, um, you know, our timing is always island time, so we get there when we can. Yes. So we say 11, <laughs> it might be 12, but all of that just builds the suspense, builds the hype, and when we finally do pull up, people are hungry and they're excited to see us. Yeah, it does. And Jill, we created a fandom of the boat, yes. right? People so love Island Time matches the whole vibe of what we're going for, right? Yeah, it's the a boat is a marketing business. tactic in itself. Yeah. Yeah. It truly is. And the it's signage. a get it while you can, because if you find Sandbar Joe's, you have to get your food then. You can't think about it because we're going to keep moving. Yeah. You always have to keep moving the boat, just like the always. ice cream truck. <laughs> the allure is like that instantaneous when you pull up, the cowbell, the air horn, like get a hot dog now, because yeah. if you don't, we're going to head off the next spot and then you're going to miss your opportunities. So. Exactly. Or the crew's going to eat them all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Natasha, I mean, part of our marketing too is like learning as you go. What yeah. works, what doesn't. Jill is super phenomenal with reels and TikToks. And we, you know, all those different platforms, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they all, if you set up a professional business account, give you so many analytics, they right? They do. You can they look at different do. KPIs and right away we're like, why are we doing a post when we could make a reel and get 300% more engagement? With footage that you probably yeah. already have from, to your point, having so much fun on the boat. It's not yeah. like oh, you it's know, not a marketing work. business. <laughs> <laughs> the most infamous reel yeah. is Joe's a left-handed thrower. So yes. we have this great reel, check it out, of Joe throwing hot dogs to this boat it was a you know a last minute sale. The guy wanted two dogs. Joe went two for two. This yep. reel went viral, and like honestly, now everyone wants their hot dog thrown to them, which yeah. is not the usual <laughs> method of delivery. delivery. But we will give you a flying dog if you request yeah. it. Yeah, so. customers always right. Nine times out of ten. Nine times <laughs> yes. out of ten. Well, that's awesome. I mean, you guys have definitely done a great job at just, I think, scaling the brand familiarity and growing the presence at the Jersey Shore. I mean, it was evident that when we rolled up, people wanted their Sandbar Joes, which is so incredible. Yeah, yeah. So incredible. And you know, like, in addition to marketing, you don't always think this going into it, but like, not only word of mouth, but business to business. When you're in a small shore town, like local businesses do help other local businesses. You want to support small, but you also are all in it to win it, right? Everybody is going through the same challenge as you are. So like Jill and I were fortunate enough to be in the restaurant industry, right? When we were in college, we know a lot of owners, we know a lot of different servers that live and work down there. So that right there is a lot of free promotion because our old owners like are so excited to see the boat. Yeah. You know, right. They're so excited to see this so they you know, on their own properties found ways to help cross promote us. Right. Um, and vice versa. I mean, Sandbar Joe's, our followers are always asking like, hey, we don't have a boat, but how can we get to you? Mm -hmm. So we help our local pontoon rental agencies, uh, Pier 47, Bunkers, right? It's all for the good of not only Cape May County, but our shore town that is so seasonal. You've got four months to make your money. Yeah. And you know, the competition exists, but at the same time, I think it's healthy and it's wholesome. Yeah, I love that. I've always been collaboration over competition. That's definitely something I think is emphasized not only, you know, within your business, but I think larger scale to Jersey Shore. Yeah. So speaking of business, let's get back to it, right? We're talking the business of 
buns of hot dogs, essentially, right? We what? like our meat between the buns, right, Jill? Yes, I like the buns fluffy, too. Don't get them smushed. Even on the boat, you got to keep them fluffy. You are the bun queen, and you were wearing a messy bun in your hair the day that we were out on the boat. Always. Yeah. To combat that wind. But, you know. That piglet means buns. <laughs> They're a fun business, guys. This is why I asked them to do the kickoff episode. You know, but the first thing that I asked you when we got out on that boat that day was like, what are your profit margins? And that yeah. was the question that we were getting as we pulled up to some of the reachier areas where you could tell these businessmen were eyeing you up. And I told you that. Yes. Oh, what are your profit margins? Because, you know, it's a really smart idea. It's not a novel one, yeah. right? Selling hot dogs. But the way in which you've done it. I think is really, really unique and, and kind of innovative. So why don't you talk to that? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So if you look at like restaurant industries at large, right, you've got upscale fine dining and then you've got casual or fast food dining. Casual fast food dining is typically cheaper, right, to produce. It's fried foods, it's frozen um, that are kept to temp. So when you think of fast food, the profit margins are generally 30 to 50% because it's costing you less, right? If you're an upscale diner, you want 60 to 90% profit margins, sure. right? And because of that, you're paying for the service. Um, there's not as much food waste, so you get more bang for your buck, if that makes sense. Um, for Sandbar Joe's, it fluctuates. It depends, you know, what the menu item is. But we are generally at 60 to 90% profit margins. Now, we... It doesn't take going on Shark Tank to know that those are incredible margins. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what is a hot dog at a store? You get an eight pack for three bucks, right? You can buy hot dog rolls for $1.50, maybe two bucks. Then you've got to factor in condiments, maybe onions, ketchup, mustard, right? You buy in bulk. You figure out what it is per item. I can make a hot dog for about $1.05, and we sell it for four dollars a dog a loaded dog is six bucks so i mean always try to upsell to the loaded dog exactly <laughs> but it's crazy people always tell us like raise your prices raise your prices yeah like, they do that was my next question and when will you raise your prices we have tested out inflation's a big thing so we kept our prices pretty steady for june and july right we tried to offer family specials but we realized like we are selling out uh supply and demand and then food costs. So August, we raise them maybe 20% all mm-hmm. around. Uh, but we'll probably keep that steady throughout the end of the year. And then next year, we'll evaluate going in. You yeah. started this in a year where inflation is at like, maybe not the all-time high anymore, but it's yeah. pretty high, right? We went from COVID to a housing crisis. How does that affect your business in terms of even gas you need for your boat? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Prices are ridiculous. Um, I think I got in at the right time. In the spring, uh, at least prices for a boat and inventory were still a thing that was affordable. Um, you know, you just got to factor the numbers. So gas kind of killed us in June. Luckily, it's down a little bit. For those of you that are at the pump in the Northeast, you're probably paying four twenty-five, four fifty dollars a gallon. Uh, in June, it was well above $5.00. On the water, gas is always a little bit more expensive because it's a marine-grade fuel and you're paying a dock hand to do it, right? So my cost in June was probably like 680 almost 7 bucks for a gallon of gas, which is ridiculous. Now it's a little bit better, uh, but you know, you have to plan that and scope for that. So 
you have profit margins that might be 90%, but when you take in your operating costs, when you take in your food costs, when you take in maybe salaries or marketing dollars you have to put out, I mean, it's a lot. So it's definitely hard, uh, but that's part of the fun, making it work and figuring out what works and what doesn't. For sure. And let's talk supply and demand. Yeah. How do you know how to forecast what type of day it's going to be? I mean, you said the weather obviously factors in, right? Oh. So I'm sure if it's a windy, cloudy, I'm assuming you're not the going out on a thunderstormy day, <laughs> right? But like, how do you know if it's a beautiful sunny day? Are you bringing like 80 to 100 hot dogs on the boat? Are you making yeah. 75 walking tacos? How do you know? How do you know how yeah. to forecast and how to judge you that? You never know. Uh, so and what who gets we to do, eat the leftovers if there are any? <laughs> isn't that the question? I think the big thing with forecast is record keeping. So like in reality, what have you done year to date? And then you, you determine patterns, right? Mm -hmm. So generally on a Saturday, I know Champagne Island, which is our first stop where we normally go. Um, is gonna have 50 boats and I can estimate if we do Champagne Island and then we hit a few other hot spots I can sell 200 hot dogs on a Saturday and that's what I stock the boat with do we always sell 200 no way we always have leftovers but uh, we can creatively reuse them mm -hmm. uh, we can donate them to the local food shelter or our family and friends has come to love hot dogs because <laughs> there's plentiful to go around. How has this business, not to be corny, but how has it changed or impacted your life yeah. um, up against kind of that dream to be an entrepreneur? And how has it, you know, even enhanced, like, I know that you two had a relationship prior to getting into business together. Like, what yeah. did your family and friends say when you told them, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to go start a floating hot dog boat that will, like, what? What yeah. is this reaction and what have you experienced on like a personal level? My dad was all in it. He's like, yes, this is going to be epic. <laughs> My grandma, Kathy Gratz, is a little bit more down to earth, realistic. She's like, this is going to cost so much money. She's like, you can do it though. And like, here's the thing. You got to prove a point, right? So you got to do your homework. You can't just spin it out, right? Um, if it makes sense number wise, why not take a chance? Mm -hmm. That's part of the fun, right? But you I do. think what you've also built, which is another hole in the market that wasn't there, is you're a persona. And again, that yeah. speaks to this whole ambiance of Sandbar Joe's, the boat. I mean, it speaks for itself when it pulls up next to you. Like, it's hard to ignore. And you are obviously like the captain and the handler of not only the boat, but the brand. And yeah. it's evident, and it was evident on my time on the boat to see that. Customer experience is everything. You know, people want to have a memory. And I think that this adds to their beach vacation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we strive for quality, but we also strive for a story, right? A personality. I'm going to talk to you. You're not just a transaction. Yeah. So take us through, and I selfishly could spoil this, but I won't because I did it myself. Take us through what yes. the average and just general trip okay. a day in the life of sandbar joe's looks like working on the boat and servicing oh, the yeah. people that you do in cape may county i might need to phone a friend and have jill <laughs> help us out with this <laughs> prep time is key yes so we probably cook before we get to the boat at our kitchen uh probably you factor two hours in for that a lot of spice, a lot of love in the chili. Mm -hmm. Everything else is pretty much made And it's to good. Order. I tried it. There you go. And setting up the boat because, you know, mm -hmm. we are on the water. Our boat, we have to pretty much clear everything off at night and then put everything back on in the morning. Yeah. Make sure everything's clean, prepped, make sure the station's set up, and then, um, 
you know, once an organization the- is key right. because it's a small boat, right? You're basically a food truck on the water. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know where things are, <laughs> you're going to get a line and it's going to take you double the amount of time. Yeah, I was going to say, especially with the sheer number of customers that you're servicing at one time for being such a small operating crew. Yeah. Right. What are your future ambitions? Will there be a Sandbar Joe 2? Will there be um, another boat? What yeah. What is kind of in store for you for the future? Are Lots you focused to come. on that now? We will definitely be back for summer of 2023, uh, servicing the Wildwoods in Stone Harbor. Obviously, we want to grow the business. Uh, so we're going to reinvest in kind of the operating uh, model on the boat. So the kitchen's going to get a few upgrades. We're going to have better anchors. The motor's going to be rejuvenated for next summer. Um, I have a Honda four-stroke outboard motor. So you can slightly upgrade that by just changing up the horsepower, but you can also service it and you know, a lot of mechanical stuff that's over my head, but my mechanic knows, uh, can really make it a success. Um, and speed on the water is key because you want to do the ice cream chuck philosophy of from one thing to the next. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll definitely have um, probably an updated look and an updated boat for next summer. And what haven't I asked you that you want the listeners or your fan base, your Sandbar Joe's fan base Ooh. to know um, that you know maybe hasn't been talked about yet. What a close. question. Um, you know what? People always say a lot of work goes into running your own business. And you say, okay, like I know that. You're in for it, right? I'm here to tell you it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Joe does not sleep. <laughs> I don't sleep. I love it because he hired a maid. <laughs> I did. And I hired meal preppers. <laughs> But I'm a chef. That's ironic. That's <laughs> ironic, right? It's oh great. I love it because this whole time you've been like, it's risky, but it's fun. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of hours, but it's fun. And I was waiting for that piece. So I yeah. like that you acknowledged it. It is so much work. And yeah. like, that's part of being a startup. But even like experienced business owners that are 10, 20 years in. And right now, like this is our side gig, right? Yeah. It's our second income stream. I still have like a corporate Monday through Friday job. But even 10-year vets will say it's a lot of work because you are working for yourself. And there's, you know, some fulfillment right in there. But it's a whole different ballgame. You're on the other side of the court. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a game. Well, fun, hot, yummy. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your business. Oh, (laughs) hot diggity dog. We want to know where we can find and follow Sandbar Joe's. So I will turn it over to the CMO to plug all of your socials, your website. All right, follow at Sandbar Joe's on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, www.sandbarjoes.com. Also, drop a Yelp review. We love that. We do. Tell us about your experience. Share a photo. Um, Let us know what you think. And And come talk to us on the water. Let us know you listen to This Blonde Means Business. Thank you so much for coming on, Joe Gratz and Jillian Dara of Sandbar Joe's. Keep an eye out for them all over Cape May County. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to continue watching you guys grow. Yay. That's a wrap.